Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Malari. And on this episode, I have the founder, uh, rather CEO, co-owner, whatever you want to call it, uh, the head honcho, uh, all father geek say what himself, Jason Patrick Gallat. Uh, he's here to talk about uh, all things network. We talk a lot of other bullshit too. Yeah, like yeah, we, we usually do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Jason uh, is a big reason why this show even exists, and li- he's literally my. I can actually. I, I don't know why I've never said this before, but you were literally, literally my brother from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> Why have we literally never We've said that? We've never said that. Never There's said documentation that. and everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, And yeah, Jason uh, is here to talk about that. And kind of like, I know we've mentioned that like the show's gone independent, the network's dissolved, but he's here to clear the air. Don't worry, he's not canceled or anything. He's, he's still, um, right, you're on a work release? Pro- no. <laughs> Have that ankle thing where yeah. like I can only, I can only yeah, yeah. go to, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also here to talk about his new show, In Quest of Geek. So, Jason, you have anything to, to plug before we, we get going? Yeah, yeah. So, once again, I'm Jason Patrick Gallat. I am one of the co-hosts for In Quest of Geek, uh, a podcast and a Twitch live stream here, to, uh, inf- uh, here for you to inform, involve, and inspire. Uh, so, you can find us on any of the social medias uh, that you can look at, uh, at In Quest of Geek, and you can find us on any podcast platform as well. It's always a pleasure to have you on. And Thank you. Uh, yeah, hopefully now that your schedule's a little lighter, we'll have you on a little more often. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that my schedule is a lot lighter. Yeah, we get into all of that, folks. So st- uh, sit tight and enjoy this episode. Uh, don't forget to look for me on social media at Justin Malari on Instagram and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And Geek Offensive is on social media as well with that. Uh, with the handle at Geek Offensive. Uh, normally we record out of Wayland Studios, but uh, Wayland Productions, oh, Casey basically commandeered the studio uh, for this weekend. So we're recording at Stately Air G&G Manor. So thank you, Jason, for <laughs> accommodating. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> um, but uh, please support uh, Wayland Productions. You can find them at wayland.ws. They've been supporting us since day one. And uh, please support their audio dramas, including Where Live Gold Rush, now available on Apple Podcasts, and all of their major platforms. Uh, and I believe that's it before we jump into this one. So again, my brother from another mother, uh, Jason Gallett. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Cue my music. Yeah, yeah, but you have to, right? You have yeah. to like fill that space. Yeah. But like talking while playing a video game is so like that, that's hard. <laughs> that's so beyond me, though, yeah. right? I've never had to do that before, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, I mean, with like with headsets and all that stuff, that makes sense. But I've never actually had to like speak to an audience, and it's really freaking weird. Mm-hmm. But my first uh, solo stream is going to be in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. Ugh. There you go. Yeah. It's a. It's been a lot, and I've, I've been buying like games to see like oh like. And like, can I be okay at this and talk to people at the same time? Mm-hmm. And it's been rough, dude. It's it's like when you start podcasting, it's like you're gonna suck for a while. Yeah. Oh god, you're gonna I suck. suck for real. Just get it over with. But like, what doesn't help is I already suck at video games. So like, it, it, I mean, it just, you, you it's got 
further in that game. What was it called? Into the Breach? Oh, or? Into the Breach. Yeah. yeah, further than that than I did. But then, I, I mean, I quit after one. Yeah. So I got to the very end fight. Mm-hmm. And I had like just. I couldn't even get that my, far. Yeah. I got all my stuff ready and I lost in the last round. I couldn't believe how That's mad I was. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like I had to put it down for like a week. But oh. I'm, I'm thinking about just picking it up and trying again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know. That yeah. might be a good stream one, too. But I just picked up a new game, uh, Moonlighter. What's Moonlighter? <laughs> okay, so it's a roguelite. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, uh, you know, you're rolling around trying to hit things, all that stuff, mm-hmm. which is really tough for me. I'm not very good at these games. But so basically, you're a dude who owns a shop, and at night, you go through the dungeons in order to pick up stuff. And in the daytime, you sell off all that stuff to other people. Mm-hmm. But you can keep all the good stuff for yourself, so you can keep. Like, a, like like dungeoneering and stuff, like yeah. through all this stuff. Uh, so I'm still in the first dungeon and it is hilarious, but then also there's like this mechanic of like, how much are you willing to pay for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, I have to like put this price out there and people get real pissed off at me and I'm like, oh, okay, well I got to adjust it now. And Wait, as stuff. in like microtransactions or what is it? Like, let's... You get, you get these, these items, right? Like mm-hmm. in the dungeon. And then you put it up to sale in your shop, and you're the one who chooses the price. And people will come and look at them and get real pissed off at you. Or they'll be like, oh, this is a steal, and then they'll just buy it from you outright real quick before you can change the price. Huh. So, um, so like, there's like, a, there's like a price mechanic where you're like trying to trick NPCs into buying stuff mm-hmm. for as much as you possibly can get them to. Mm-hmm. And then at night, you like go through the dungeon and get more stuff for them. It's really it's it's really interesting. I don't okay. like it, but I suck. I super <laughs> suck at it. Is the indie title on the Switch? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's called Moonlighter. And so I was I'm originally planning on that. I'm planning on maybe doing Darkest Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Or I'm probably gonna go back to Into the Breach Into and just like breach. start from scratch. Right. At least that one would be easier to talk through. Yeah. You're not it, actively yeah. moving around. Yeah. Uh, Darkest Dungeon is uh, is pretty easy to 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 talk through as well, but it is like it's Dark Souls if it were turn based, mm. and like and I know that sounds stupid, but I mean, have you tried Dark? Souls? Man, I've just I've only started it, and it's like uh, it's I don't hard. Uh, well, like <laughs> so, like uh, I know a lot of people are complaining about Fallen Order right now, and like in the sense of oh, it's like it's like just as hard as Dark Souls or Sekiro or like all those other games mm-hmm. too. But like I'm like I would never do this in the first place. This is terrible. <laughs> it is? okay. I was waiting for like Game of the Year edition for. Um, Fallen Order. So I was just like, eh, I'm not. It's good. It's good. Yeah. That's what think, Ken said. Yeah. I think you'd really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's very punishing. See, I like that because I finished Horizon Zero Dawn. But that, it, ga- yeah. that game is punishing but not demoralizing. Yeah. Like Dark Souls is demoralizing. Yeah. Yeah. Darkest Dungeon, that is demoralizing. Because with Dark Souls, it's, um, you think like, okay, a bunch of easy ghouls to kill at first. It's like, no, there's a boss right away. And and not like Why? a not like a throwaway boss. It's like oh, this one can like one shot you. Yeah, and like it's all the human sized ones that give you all the trouble. It's like all the I haven't even gotten to those. Guys. I don't even want to face those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How how did video games just get away from us? You know, like how was it? Well, that- I mean, it's just the next generation getting better is this like is this our old person moment oh yeah totally like rocking yeah but you gotta remember too like games when we were younger they weren't necessarily difficult because they're difficult it's difficult because it's like people sucked at programming 
Like, how many games did we rent from that video store where it was just like, <laughs> this is sh- shitty? Do you remember how cheap the games were too? Like, if they sold it at the video store, it was like, it was like four dollars. Yeah. And then, like, we would just buy like twenty of them. It was yeah. amazing. It's like, oh, this is a steal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess you could do that on Steam now. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. But then you have to have a pretty good computer. And then I have a Mac, which, like, now I have to figure out, like, oh, can you actually play this on Mac? There are, but they'll list it. But, I mean, it's pretty limited. And then um, when I was talking with uh, Armenta last weekend, it was, um, we were talking about uh, things we want to get geeky about this year. One of my, we we each had three things. One of my third one was tech. And it's like, okay, I want to learn how to build my pc or at least upgrade what i have now because it's it still works great for what i need it for but it's it's 10 years old it's it's time i got my uh, i spent uh that was the first time i spent like a lot of money i spent like 2500 bucks on it Ooh. and i got my mileage it was, oh yeah i mean i got over years. a decade i got over a decade out of yeah, it yeah like and it's still going i'm still using it now it's still going it's still working for everything i need so i'm like okay i think it's time for me to to do another one of those so I'm like, okay, then maybe I can look at Steam. But at the same time, I'm very much like, I keep my work separate from my gaming. So I'm like, that, that's why I'm not like PC Master Race. It's yeah. just like, I can't be working or editing something and then have like fucking Minecraft sitting in the, the start menu. And yeah, like, there's I no can't way, do that. Right? Like, I just, uh, like, you know, you do that thing while, like, while you're working and you check your social media real quick mm-hmm. and all that. That's like the equivalent, I think, for it. Yeah. Like if I'm just going to like jump into like, oh, I'm just going to do like a round of Civ. Like that's not. No, you can't thing. do that. It's not like, a thing I can't, you can do. Yeah. I can't literally have this game right there. And then it's like, I'll just jump in real quick. The, you know, I didn't get boring. There's and no then way. I lose six hours. There's no way. Yeah. No way. There, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I I play a lot of the simple games on. Oh, cheers! On, by the oh, way, cheers! Thank you. Uh, I play a lot of the simple games on Steam too. Like, what's a simple game? Uh, okay, so one of my favorite ones right now is Chroma Squad. Mm-hmm. It's just you make a Power Rangers team. You film. Power oh Rangers. Yeah, yeah, you weren't the I've first one to, about this yeah, before. You weren't yeah. the first one to tell me about it either. Yeah, I, yeah. it's like fifteen bucks. I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing game. And like and so you get to pick like a there's like a leader and an assault and a and a brain and like it's it's just it's really good. Mm-hmm. Right? And um but like it it definitely takes the piss out of uh, out of a lot of like the Power Ranger stuff. And so like it makes I mean, fun of itself. I know? mean you really need to watch Akiba Ranger then cuz yeah, that's I know. that is the whole thing takes the piss out of Power Rangers and it's made by the company. That produces it, but then also like, there's, there's like a lot of love behind it. Oh yeah, too, of course. You know? But I mean, it's they they yeah, really, really fucking even it. they even take jabs at the American version too. So that is okay. Yeah, so it's 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 really good. I just uh, see the American version, right? Like they're like okay. Uh, what I hate about the American version is like who? What is the lowest common Late, denominator? Lately or now? Kind of both. Uh, I'm sorry, late, back then or now, I mean. Yeah, like uh, like both, okay. right? Um, okay, so some of my favorite uh, like series from Power Rangers, right, mm-hmm. is is RPM and SPD. Okay. Right? Got a little bit more adult. There were some, uh, some more adult themes. But also at the end of the day, like, it, one of them was like, oh, we're getting canceled. Let's just do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And the other one just, I don't know how it just turned out to be amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. SPD, I think, was based on... One of the most popular ones in Japan. Yeah. So it would have been, it would have been in, in when that was coming out. Oh, that's Jason's dogs. By oh yeah, the way, that's folks. Yeah. yeah, we're oh yeah, we're we, recording at stately Air G and G Manor. 
for this episode because Casey has commandeered his uh, studio, rightly so. Yeah, for um, all of his grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's his studio. So, um, uh, but uh, we had where was I? Oh yeah, so it was based on Deca Ranger, which mm-hmm. was shockingly popular. Probably one of the most popular ones of all time over there. It would. I, I think people would have been very surprised if the Americans had fucked up the adaptation because yeah. it looks like they stayed. From what I've seen of it, it it stayed fairly faithful to it. Okay. Um, and then what was the other one? RPM. RPM. That was the one where like here they were like we're getting canceled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so like, that one I get like on the American side it's like all yeah. right fuck it let's just do what we want. RPM over there was like oh like this is really fun it, and it was light. Pro- it's like, probably just cars. another. It was probably just another season over there. Exactly yeah. right. But over here it's like oh we're getting canceled. Let's just do Mad Max and Power Rangers at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that that was literally the season. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I still have to. We all still have to hook up with Kizan and like Jimmy just to like do a Power Rangers dedicated episode. Oh, yeah. Although I, a few episodes with Kizan have just turned into that, but I mean, like I we're that. focused on yeah. that. Most of my episodes with Jimmy and Kizan just turn into that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, uh, God, what was it? Uh, back, back to gaming. What, what else are you playing right now? Uh, okay, so Moonlighter, I'm playing. Uh, Darkest Dungeon, mm-hmm. which is oh god, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Okay, I, I just I don't know. Like lately in the last year or two, I've just had this 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 like incredible urge to play all the games that hate you. Mm-hmm. Like, and and so Darkest Dungeon, it's like okay, well you're this dude and you're coming back home and you're taking over like your ma- your manor mm-hmm. and but then your manor has fallen to all these like monsters and magic and like crazy stuff and there's all these people that are just straight up willing to be like hey i'm just gonna dive into this and then i'm gonna help you get your manor back mm. so it's kind of like a people management system okay. right and then all of them have like different uh like archetypes and jobs and stuff too and you take four of them into each and every dungeon the thing is though is that if too many things happen to them they just go crazy and oh. so you have to give them time in order to rest in the town and hang out and like go to brothels and go drink and like all this <laughs> other stuff, right? And so you get like this roster of people. So your your strategy changes with whoever is, I guess, like ready to go down into another dungeon for you. Uh, and it, it like they all your people get murdered and they go crazy <laughs> and all that stuff but there's also like a slight chance that when they're supposed to go crazy they just get badass oh <laughs> and like they're just like oh like instead of like being paranoid you're just this is an indie game yeah well, oh, okay kind of i mean what studio yeah you know? i can't remember i'd have okay. to look that up but, but like, it's not like a triple a title it no look no like, oh, definitely okay. not yeah and this came out a few years ago on steam and okay then it made it to oh okay Switch. so it's like an oh it's yeah, an older so de- yeah I'd indie game. Call it an indie game yeah. yeah but i i love it it's super punishing mm-hmm. um you make one mistake and you're just screwed mm-hmm. and like it not only plays around with hp but it plays with this like mechanic called stress and it's really really good mm-hmm uh, but it's it's also it's just very punishing. Like if you make one or two mistakes, mm-hmm. it's kind of it. You'll lose a person, you lose two people. But it's not punishing in the sense where, like, if you lose somebody, you can get somebody else. You just have to change your strategies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, as if you've been listening to the show, folks. I've had plenty of time in the past year, <laughs> uh, but I've been I've been catching up on a lot of those big titles where mm-hmm. you spend hours and hours like. Um, I've, I've, like I said, mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend yeah, to you. Yeah, it's just one of the... Because you have a PlayStation. I right? do have a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, highly recommend that one. Uh, if you can 
uh, Spider-Man also. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was another AAA one. That is next in my PS4 queue right now. Okay, so yeah. definitely jump on that. Um, I'm playing Witcher 3 right now. How are you liking Wild Hunt? It is fantastic. Have you played it? No. No, but, but it, it's... I'll admit, like, when the show is getting hyped, that's what got me kind of curious yeah, about the game. Yeah, but that's okay. That's what we're supposed but, to be yeah, doing. Yeah, and it, it's, it is fantastic. I actually went the other way where, I, um, where Anthony is a gigantic fan of the witcher mm-hmm. and he has every book and uh, he actually bought me one of the first books mm-hmm. for it so it's in my car right now and i read it yeah. on breaks and everything i'll, I'll think enough playing the game helped me with the show because you had warned me that it was already out of order you didn't really yes. say much more than that yeah and then when i played the game a little bit it was like okay i know who all the characters are and when he's mentioning them so i'm like when i got into the show i'm like oh okay i know what's yeah, going on i did not have that background yeah, yeah. so because that was the thing when uh, spoiler for the netflix witcher um yeah so so when you first see yennefer in the show i'm just like what are you, wait a minute she's a fucking dime piece in the game <laughs> and uh oh yeah because you fuck in the witcher <laughs> there's, there's brothels so. there's like um there's plenty of quests where you hook up with people i was like whoa i was not expecting that i just feel like like okay so how how the witcher has been like portrayed right it's like it's just the hottest dude you can think of and nobody wants to hook up with him in the show, you mean? Yeah, I, I just I just noticed that about a lot of the other witchers, right? They're all super hot and like have perfect facial hair, and they're just like jacked. Uh, not in the not in the game. Oh Cause, no! Because I, I had a I've had like a quest with a couple of other witchers, and I'm like, nah, like he's it's like oh, this is why Geralt's like at the top. Oh, you know what I mean? He's just super bangable. Yeah, he just yeah, okay, and and he's fair. the only one that looks like that. The only they keep saying ashen hair. It's like he's the only one that looks like that in the okay. game. Yeah. What do all the other ones look like? Just regular dudes, but they have their their eyes are what set them apart. That's how you know it's somebody's a witcher. So is it like purple? It's like yellow, like, like cat eyes. Ah. Uh, so that's how it is. I, I don't remember how it is in the show, but I'm pretty sure he has yellow well, eyes there too. Has, yeah, I think he has yellow eyes, but it wasn't cat eyes. And then his eyes go black when they take the drugs or whatever. So those, oh, I'm glad I, I played the game. So I'm like, okay, now I understand what those are. Because that was one of the few times where, and we've seen video game yeah. adaptations where it's just a mess when it's they try and yeah. bring something in from the game. So I'm like, oh, it makes sense. So in the game, you have all these potions you take to help you with... The, the, your buffs basically okay. it's like um the, will your health regenerate or your strikes are stronger or whatever so that that's what he's taking in the show and he needs those to fight because he fights fucking monsters. monsters yeah yeah any good like missions that you're like dang i wish i would have seen that in like on the show. oh most of the quests i'm like uh, most of the lengthier ones rather okay. i'm like i hope i see some version of that in the oh, show okay and same thing with the monsters too there's just so many monsters in the game and it's massive. Um, the game as I can't even tell if I'm halfway through because there's so much land to cover. And uh, I would compare it to, and I've just been on this kick of like fantasy games because past summer I played Skyrim finally. Oh, and it I fell in love with it. Oh yeah, and yeah. I lost. Yeah, it was probably good I wasn't working for that <laughs> chunk of time because it's like I was like I'd, I'd wake up and like, I need to. I need to, to go stop whatever's going on at Helgen or whatever. and um, But yeah, it, everything in The Witcher, it's kind of like... Everything I liked about Skyrim's kind of carried into The Witcher. It's kind of like this fantasy-based thing. It's hack and slash. Much more hack and slash in 
Witcher 3 than Skyrim, obviously. Oh, okay. But uh, no, it's been fantastic. It gives me, it, it's bringing me into the series, kind of like how Skyrim brought me into Elder Scrolls. This is Witcher 3 is bringing me into okay. that world. I really, I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy the series, but I really enjoyed it. I was lukewarm on it till about halfway in. That that's kind of when it ramped up for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'd say like episode two or three for two me. or three. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's probably sound. That's yeah. probably once the correct. song kicks in, I'm like, I'm in. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Yaskivir didn't have to go that hard for his boy, <laughs> but he did. I was just like, damn. It's that was stuck song. in my head. It was a. It's a good song. Oh yeah. Uh, I actually, I, I just had this. Uh, um, we had a, a party a few weeks ago at our place, and. Uh, <laughs> we're like oh let's go get cream barbecue so we all went and you know mm-hmm. in downtown santa Ana, it's all yeah. it's all uh like uh the the machines like where you put the quarters in like for parking oh okay yeah yeah parking meters so, yeah, this is meters <laughs> Thank, i couldn't think of the freaking word i couldn't think of the word this is all parking meters it's a friday night folks having <laughs> whiskey it's fine so uh so all the parking meters and i'm like oh crap it's sunday but they changed all the hours right so i started singing the song <laughs> people started taking quarters out of their pockets to give me <laughs> so i could pay for our parking and it was freaking amazing i'm glad everyone got the reference like, <laughs> i just thought it was freaking awesome but yeah yeah the yeah definitely the the game makes me appreciate the show okay. even more and they've it's kind of made me see like oh they've done a better job than other video game adaptations of like transferring stuff from the game into the show I mean, I wish they would compare this to, say, like Sonic, for example, right? Sonic is the largest or like the biggest video game, uh, like release. Yeah, ever. I gotta like actually check it out. It's not great. It's not. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Okay. I saw. I saw it opening weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So Alex has this whole conspiracy theory that she thinks that the marketing was on purpose. They made Sonic purposefully look bad, and then and then went I, back and made him look awesome. I don't think so because that studio got shut down and i'm like oh the studio got shut yeah so i highly doubt that and those people probably you know didn't see their significant others or their families for weeks at a time so i highly doubt that so okay we all want to see it and it's it's not that it's like bad yeah it's just it's like oh like i didn't need to see this it's like frighteningly mediocre yeah 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 i mean um what's his name james marston mm-hmm. is he is he okay <sighs> like i like him Cy- but cyclops he, can't catch a break cyclops man. <laughs> all that film needed was just somebody to 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 bang his wife does he get the, the girl at the end he's married in it he's married does he yeah and and she's really cool okay um okay so so basically is, can i spoil this hmm yeah. Okay, so Sonic is an alien. They'll just establish yeah, that, yeah, like, right at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. At least they were ballsy about that. Mm-hmm. Voiced by Ben Schwartz, who I think also does the voice of... He's Dewey. John Ralphio, yeah. Yeah, and he's John Ralphio. But yeah. he, he definitely leans into his DuckTales voice on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays Sonic as a kid. He's a child, right? Oh, Sonic's a kid. Yeah. Okay. So the rings that you gather in the, uh, in the game mm-hmm. are portals to get to, like, other places. All you have to do is think about where you want to go, and then you just run. run th- they throw oh. the ring, and then it's portal. Right. Easy thing, Fine. easy way. Fine, sure. He has to go to Earth because his mentor gets killed, uh, and then but like a clan of all these knuckles, like like it's like oh. a knuckle. It's knuckles, but it's like a clan of them. Okay, okay. Well, there there is a tribe in the game. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so then he goes to Earth. He has to hide there, but he really loves it there. Mm-hmm. 
in this tiny town where James Marsden is. James Marsden's the sheriff. His wife is the vet there. All this stuff, right? Um, the, the, something happens. He gets real lonely. He releases his power. And the whole point of the of the of the entire movie is Sonic is the fastest thing on Earth, but also he's the most powerful thing on Earth because even his fur carries his power, and you can use it as batteries and things like that. Well, I guess they have to explain his speed. But yeah, that, yeah. that was my whole thing with Sonic to begin with. It's like if he's that fast, then he has to be the most powerful. Yeah. Thing. So then, like Doctor Robotnik comes out, which is like like full '90s Jim Carrey, which I'm, I I appreciate. Does he go for it? He goes for yes. it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's all but I wanted like, from him. But, but it's kind of like too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Because like nobody else <laughs> is going for it. You know. See, that's the thing. I was like. Um, I was going to do a sincere garbage for this show, but I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be a good episode it's for It's wildly them. mediocre. Okay. Yeah. Like your cat's episode is legendary, <laughs> but, but, but it's just, it's, it's wildly mediocre. You're not going to, yeah, it's just, you know, power of friendship. He flosses twice. It's just, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a kid. It's movie. not great. It's your, yeah. it's a mediocre kid movie. I should yeah. say rather. I'm just mad that I contributed to, to this being the best video game film ever i mean there's been some shit video games i know so i mean that's not a bad thing a lot of them i love a lot of Mm -hmm. them like i unironically love like mortal kombat street Street fighter Fighter. mortal kombat 2 annihilation i hated 2 you know what i I love it i love it like jack love one yeah i jax is in it they got completely different actors and actresses for stuff. Well, they they killed Johnny Cage, so they didn't have to in worry the about that. I'm yeah, so mad. I'm so mad about that because he was one of the best things about the first film. Uh, well, it's, uh, part of it was well, no, because they didn't get the same Jax or Sonya either. So, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does that movie lend itself to any fan fiction? Because that's always my worry with the they Sonic. Very careful. Okay, good. I, that's that's my one worry with the Sonic fandom. I'm like, guys, he's a cool looking head... character. Stop drawing him super pregnant. Yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> in my head, please don't look like... that up. I normally encourage my yeah, listeners. Like, don't. Please don't, don't. Don't. Just please don't. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a slip up or two. No, they really played it that he's a child, so it's okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and, and, and it, was, it was. You know what? That, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, they knew who, who they knew who was going <laughs> to yeah, watch they this. They knew what was going to happen. Oh yeah. man, uh, it's it just it's a it's very much a children's film. Okay. Uh, at the end of it, they they tease for another film. Um, I mean, they'll yeah. get it now. At the end of it, uh, uh, Tails comes in. Okay. The, yeah, he like comes from another world and like looks for him. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's 2020 is wild because, you know, Sonic movie is now doing better than the games. <sighs> also, the fact that Birds of Prey bombed. I haven't seen, I haven't been to the theater it's, all year yet. It's very good. That's what I keep hearing. And I'm like, okay. I'm, it, it's... It, it's the it's the one film I will always point to now in order to show people what a female gaze looks like. Mm. Like, because male gaze, so many freaking things, right? You got into Letterkenny because of us, and I'm really happy for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's a very male gaze sort of show. Oh yeah, right. Um, uh, but, I, I don't think it could be anything else. It's shockingly <laughs> progressive. It's shockingly progressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Letterkenny. Is just uh, it, it's just all these contradictions all in one episode, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, but with you know the other side of it, Birds of Prey, 
incredible female games. Okay. I, um, I'm mad that it didn't do very well. Well, I would also blame marketing, too. You didn't Marketing's see a terrible. lot of push behind it, and I don't blame them because of the previous... Like, only some of the DC movies have done well, both critically and financially, so it's... Well, I get it. Alex talked about it on our show, and she liked it more than Wonder Woman. That's big, because yeah. I think that's the best movie, I mean, out of the ones I've seen, that's the best movie out of the DCEU oh, yeah. so far. And even then, Wonder Woman has a mess of a third act, mm-hmm. right? Um, so she, so Alex is talking about, and she really liked the third act more. She had a lot of problems with the roller skating physics, but I get that. that that's you know? okay. <laughs> fair, fair. I, oh, man. I mean, like, I had, like, little gripes. Mm-hmm. You know, I um. But what movie aren't you gonna have little gripes? Yeah, for? it was more like fan servicey th- gripes for me. Okay, so yeah, like I really wanted to see this. Well, it doesn't make sense, so I can't see it. So, mm-hmm. so I yeah, I, I try not to let little nitpicks get yeah, in the I way anymore because you have to accept that, like guys, they're gonna be in every movie. And nothing is perfect. Also, there's just somebody there who's just given this film a lot of money who just gets to make decisions, mm-hmm. right? They might not be a fan. They might be a fan. I don't know. It, it just, I, I can't get hung up on it. Yeah. Like Rise of the Resistance, that was, that was such a like, that was such a letdown to a lot of people. Right? Well, I would say um, Galaxy's Edge in general was a letdown for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, not Rise of the Resistance. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was talking about Episode Nine. Okay. Yeah. So Rise of Skywalker. That was a gigantic letdown to a bunch of people. I think I'm in the minority here, where it's like I like this new trilogy Me a too. lot. I really like. I really flaws and all. I'm like I really like this new trilogy. <laughs> they tried something new. I'm not gonna be mad at them for it. I still got Star Wars. Well, that's my thing. It's like Star Wars. Uh, uh, at the beginning, it was like, it was all new stuff. It yeah. was all like, whoa, we've never seen this before. I'm like, good, you're going toward that direction again. Like, yeah. regardless of how you feel about Last Jedi, it did not feel like yeah. the other movies, thank goodness. I think that's why I grade the prequel trilogy a lot, a lot softer now. Mm-hmm. They tried something new. They really, they really tried to put their heart. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. Way. I still, I can say I don't like most of it still, but it's not like the same hatred of it. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. some of the things that they gave to us. Yeah, right. Because of that, we got Clone Wars and we got Rebels. Right, I'm I, completely. Okay like with a that. lot of that was helped with a lot of the supplemental material, and mm-hmm. like we're definitely going to see that with this trilogy. Oh yeah. So it's like cool. We get more Star Wars. I, I think Ken and I were having that same point because like all of us were, both of us were just like yeah like we thought it was done dec couple of decades ago and now we're flooded with it I'm like this like, is great this is fucking great yeah when episode one came out all of us were like oh my gosh i spent 30 years and like all the like hmm. we were like that's the feeling we should have now i understand people's argument like we're getting something like once a year mm-hmm. which like let me be spoiled for like one thing, right? I like, mean, once me... a year is pretty good. Yeah, I'm like, like that. I am spoiled now with Star Wars yeah. stories, and I'm I don't see okay with. This. I don't see motherfuckers complain about Call of Duty every year. Yeah, what right? the fuck? I hate. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. It's like that comes out every year. It's the same goddamn thing. It's the same game. It's just the same game, right? Yeah. Like it, it just. It's the problem that I have with a lot of those first person shooters, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same story, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and the story just tends to get lost, right? I mean, if it's there at all. Fair. I mean, because I keep hearing campaigns of like eight hours, and I'm like, that's that's a day. That's nothing. That's one. That's, that's a work nothing. day. I could clear that. Like Witcher, 
eight hours and I'm like maybe half a percent further into the yeah, game. Right, you've done one it's, mission. By the way, that is back to that. It is one reason I think you'd like it's so much story. Oh, and cool. it's really good. Dang it, because Anthony just bought the game and he got an extra copy of it. And he's like, "Oh, do you want it?" I'm it's like, oh, a I have time. It's like, cheap on uh, Amazon too. Oh, he That's got it for the Switch. So I'm. Oh, you want the Switch it. version? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just I'm big on the Switch right now. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm really loving the Switch. Check performance issues because even with I have it on PS4 uh-huh. and even then there's some oh, little it's struggling. Not struggling, but there are some like loading issues sometimes. Mm. Um, so check performance. So, also, I don't know if you're big on the graphics, but it'll definitely be downgraded on the Switch. I just don't care. Okay, yeah. As long so as the, I get to play. As long as I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so deep into indie games right now that I don't care how it looks. Mm-hmm. I just want some like a fun experience, right? Like we're streaming Catastronauts right now on our Twitch stream, and uh, Catastronauts is like overcooked if you've ever played. But you're on a, but you're trying to keep a spaceship afloat, mm-hmm. and it is great, and I love it. But it's also really frustrating. But mm. it's, it's not. It's like it's cute to look at, but it's not like mind blowing. Right. I yeah, just yeah. I don't care about the looks. I just mm-hmm. want the experience now. Right. I think for me, just personally, like I, playing those games are fun. Yeah. It, I think with me though, those are just kind of like I play it for five minutes, then it's that I can put it down. Oh, okay. okay. So like I think for me personally, I look for those games that will pull me in and steal my life away. Did you? Uh, since you have a Switch, did you play Pokemon? Like the newest Pokemon? Not yet. I loved it. Okay. And it is it's built for it's built for the busy person. Okay. Like uh uh it it is admittedly a lot easier mm-hmm. this time around and the story is a lot shorter, but what I really appreciated about it was like, oh, like we understand that sometimes you work and you have to put this down and all this stuff. It's made for like the leisurely player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really caters to the leisurely player. Uh, see, I I would check that out, but yeah. I still also want like you know, give me Breath of the Wild version of Pokemon where oh, it's like you're God. running through this open world and you can see all the Pokemon. They gave us some of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because there is an open portion where you're like, oh, I definitely can't go here because everything will murder me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's, ugh, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this installment of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was also, there's like a clothing portion of it too and oh okay yeah like so i don't know what that is about that mechanic but dressing up your character is always part of the fun for me i will always invest in a game more if i can pick their wardrobe and how they look oh the witcher skyrim all those same thing skyrim i tried see okay i had the same experience okay i tried it and then like whatever and i put it down for some reason i picked it back up and you're like let's then do I, it. then i gave it a real a real shot and then now it's like oh this is what i was missing and mm-hmm. like it gets uh it's it's very different in that like there are narratives but you are you're playing as you as a dragonborn so you're kind of creating your own narrative and it kind of opens things up but there was so much to do in that game and you get swept up in it and you're like i have to save this province in <laughs> you, you you kind of and then i was kind of shocked to learn how big the whole the the franchise is oh yeah Dude, it, it's gross. massive because yeah. yeah you learn like oh skyrim's one province on this continent yeah and all the games have taken place on this continent but they've mentioned all the other all the different continents places, and you're yeah. like what this is huge yeah oh i got it so that that's why i kind of look for those experiences when skyrim goes to that whole like full body vr suit i think i'd probably be a little bit more into it i think they are they have well they have a vr with version like the, of it with like the running and the 
I mean, if you want to put one of those in your house, you got room in the living room. I got, I got room now, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I would, man. I, 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 one, when that full body, like, freaking, um, oh, my gosh, the Ready Player One rig oh my God. starts. Yeah, when, when that starts happening. That's going to happen. I'm sure my children or my grandchildren will have that. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably won't live to see it. Oh, no. I hope they have that by the time we're in retirement homes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's I'm all, like, cool. That's it. That's that? all retirement homes are going to be. And then, right? you, and then you can plug in all the life support stuff, too, and you're, you're set. You, you know, just I leave was... us there. Set it and forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was just thinking about this too. Um, so uh, I started biking to work, and uh, and I passed. Douche. By, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Reducing my carbon footprint. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm kidding. I'm really just doing this because yeah, I yeah. need to work out. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm kidding. Uh, so uh, I I I bike past this uh, this uh, like this elderly home, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, realistically, in the next thirty five years, I'm probably going to be into there, right? mm-hmm. like thirty five to forty years, right? And I was thinking, like, how is the landscape of this going to change, right? Mm. Because I think I think what's going to happen for us is that not a lot of people now want to go to elderly homes. I think that's going to be the new club for us. Oh, no, this generation will be totally down for that. For like, sure. It's now more of a goal than an end result. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, okay, like, what would the amenities be for when we're older and when we're in these homes. And so I was trying to like, I was trying to brainstorm about that stuff, right? Like, so like a VR lounge, that has to happen. Right? Oh yeah. That has to Every happen. Every room has a console, big TV, VR yeah. setup. And and the, the games and, and the experience is so individualistic. It's not like, a, oh, there's like a Super Nintendo in the, in, like in the front yeah, yeah. room. And that, like, no, everybody's gonna have one in their freaking room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was just trying to think of like all the other amenities. I just like I'm sure there's like a bunch of other ones. There's I'm also I, th- I think the goal for me would be not like a retirement home, but a retirement like community. You oh yeah, I mean? like oh like not leisure like, world, not like, not like an actual home, but like yeah. you know, just leisure world's gonna be bananas. Oh yeah, yeah, like ooh, I can't even imagine that. I mean, really, like all I need is like a bar, place to eat, and like something to entertain me. Yeah, that's all I. Yeah, need. that's yeah. yeah, that's really all. I, <laughs> that's all I really want. Yeah, like. Like privacy, video games, and enough light to read. Yeah, like, like I'm I'm okay. Yeah, like, like uh, and by then it's like um, they they can have one room for physical media, but like everything will be on a tablet. Fair. It's like what what isn't available on our phone right now? You know, like yeah. everything's on there. God, what isn't available now? I, now I got to think of something that. Yeah, it's available. harder to think about like what couldn't we get on there. Yeah. I- <laughs> I, uh, Especially uh, by the time we're retired. Yeah, I, I work in banking and finance in the daytime too, and like, and <laughs> just the amount, like the sheer amount of of dependence we have on our phones mm-hmm. is crazy to me, mm-hmm. right? Like, I if I got to work and I was like, oh, like this is like thirty minutes away, and I forgot my phone, I would drive immediately back home. Yeah, right. It's just it, it's it's our new security blanket. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy oh, how much. No, I w- I've had jobs, have a job too, where it's like, yeah, having your an app for work is like pretty standard. Yeah, you have to, right? Like, yeah. that's, like for example, like that's how I check my schedule. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah. We don't just like write it down anymore, and like mm-hmm. no, just like you can put it into you. your yeah. database, uh, customers info yeah. in your database, and like that. There you go. Best thing I think though on my phone, my favorite app on my phone is my calendar app. 
mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, I know, Jason. I, know. I used to <laughs> we used to be in the same network. The, we know. <laughs> my calendar app is the best freaking thing in the world, and they've made they've made calendars just so much easier. If the boys were here, they'd all be fucking yelling at you right now. <laughs> That's fair, right? Speaking of which, I, I think we've. Um, well, it's been a while since you've been on this show, like mm-hmm. just one-on-one, so it was fun to, to do this, but I, I think a lot of people want to hear more about this, and you cleared up personally. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you've been listening for a while, folks, this show used to be part of the Geek Say What Network. Mm-hmm. I've God knows I've made many announcements and plugs about like what's going to happen with the show now that we're yeah. independent, but um, so I, I, I've said nothing but good things about the network, but I also want to like cleared up for any listener who's wondering what's really going on because you know like again we're this local network we seem to be doing well all of a sudden you decide to dissolve it so what i want to know is uh what sex scandal got everything canceled (laughs) and uh what so when did you get canceled jason it was was just this whole thing Like, like, like zoo animals were involved. She like, said, <laughs> she said she was 18. I don't know. She's <laughs> really, she was 740. It's like, oh, like, I messed with the Highlander. That's, yeah, re- that's okay. really like my, that. Was, I mean, she looked 12, but I mean, she's really, you know, was that thing called Lolly? Oh, whatever? God. That so thing, gross. That, it's it's so that gross. anime where it's like, oh, well, technically she's 740, but it's like, she looks 10. Yeah, please don't. It's like, stop that. <laughs> God no, damn it. Okay. God damn it, Reddit. I know about that because of Reddit. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> to clear absolutely everything up, mm-hmm. um, the Geek Say What Network was an endeavor that we had done for almost a decade. It was no, over a sh- decade, including, you know, the college yeah, show. Yeah. So. so, so yeah, so about a decade, like, yeah, you're right, a little bit over a decade. And it was, it started, it started from one show and expanded to a network and expanded to this, this, this really great network of shows that, that I was really, really proud of. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, this show wouldn't be here without it. So, and I mean, the network wouldn't have been here without the shows like this also. Like, you were the first one to join the network as well. That was, uh, so, and the crew's gone through a bunch of iterations. Yeah. And, like, when I initially, uh, history lesson for anyone who's been who's stuck with us. Like I originally joined as just a behind the scenes person. Yes, yeah, you handled our sound and yeah, and then uh, I would look stuff was, up off air. It was just more that I was in in that particular scenario. I was more frustrated for you, and I was like, it's ridiculous that you don't have a show. And you had other iterations of shows before, but to really like have a show your own, like, and then like just to give a voice to people, right? Yeah, we did this for a while. We started. Seeing some really great success. I was also like living up north at the yeah. time too, so that made it uh, a little more difficult. A lot easier when you move back down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like we we were starting to see a lot of success, and it, yes, to our listeners, it did just look like out of nowhere. I was like, oh, we're shutting this down. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think behind was, the scenes, was there any warning at least on your show? No, no, it was no. Just, okay. I think uh, to be quite honest, I think we had the other shows talk about it first, mm-hmm. and then we talked about it on ours as well. Okay, because there was a good couple of months where I was like warning everyone at, at the end of the year we're doing this, but shows going nowhere. Yeah, so. yeah, and then uh, I, I would even say like we probably didn't even talk about it until like the last two or three weeks. Wow, and okay. Uh, uh, I think because emotionally it was just really hard for me. I get and it. Was it. The, for the rest of us as yeah, well. Yeah, more really than hard. 10 years of all this work. Now, um, I'd say like financially it, w- it started to be a burden. Mm-hmm. 
I had a I'd lost my job and like a lot of the fun a lot of the stuff that I, I was using in order to fund the network was because uh, the position that I had before was pretty lucrative. And I, mean, I was in the same spot last year. Yeah. It's like, hey, I had this great job. It's easy to do stuff. Now it's like, uh, fuck. Exactly, yeah. right? So that was financially, yes. Like, that was a factor. I wouldn't say that was the largest factor, though. I think the largest factor for me personally was um, I wasn't seeing family and friends. Mm-hmm. And then um, I wasn't working on the things that I wanted to work on. I think that's a big thing that gets overlooked because people will go like oh it's financially not doing anything for me it's like but no i think that creative satisfaction that comes from doing your own stuff that's huge and people overlook that like that would to me that would be like a number one priority if yeah. i don't want to do this anymore then, then don't do it yeah yeah and i think that's the point that we got to you know mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, um at the heart and soul of it i really do think you know alex and myself were um we're like two people that were part of the network that really just like what we did every day was something for the network. Mm-hmm. Right. And I loved it. I loved being a part of this team. I loved getting to lead this team as well, but also at the same time, you have to have that outlet. You have to have that creative satisfaction mm-hmm. that you're talking about. And, um, I was just, wasn't working on my own stuff. And most of the time, um, I would say behind the scenes, I was inevitably putting out fires that shows may have inadvertently created in order to in order to just make sure that we were okay with other outlets and all that Mm -hmm. stuff too it's it's amazing how many toes you can step on once you start getting more popular and pop uh, Mm -hmm. like once you can start getting more popular but um at the end of it it was just uh, do i want to keep having this pace of work and i just didn't and uh and so you know it was a really hard talk you know every all of our hosts were there and um, at first, I was just like, oh, I made the wrong choice, mm-hmm. right? I, 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 I got to tell everybody, oh, let's keep working on this. I can, I can work harder, all this stuff. And now that I'm getting to work on my own stuff, uh, I'm, I'm really thankful. I'm just thankful to have, like, just time back. Mm-hmm. Um, I even mapped this out on my calendar. This is freaking ridiculous. But I get, I, get two, I get two more days a week just to myself. And hey. I know that's not. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, like uh, to, to to other people though, that does oh two more. Like that's gigantic. That's a lot me, of time, right? Yeah. And now on top of that, I you know I release a podcast every week. Um, we do a Twitch stream every week as well. So that's two days that I'm mm-hmm. always working on this stuff. And then on top of that, we're about to release another project that we haven't even talked about with people yet, too. Breaking so, news. Yeah. <laughs> Is it on uh, online? Is it a it's podcast? It's also going to be a podcast as well. Podcast so well. instead of releasing four a month, we're actually going to be releasing six a month. Mm. Yeah, so that's going to be... But it's under a different title, or is it a different... It's going to be on the same, same stream. stream, but okay. it's a completely different show. Got it, got it. Yeah, so we'll have six shows in a month that you guys can listen to. Oh, it'll be like yeah. your sincere garbage or fighting words, sort of. No. It's completely different? Yeah, it's completely oh, okay, different. okay, okay. Yeah, so it's completely different. We haven't even announced it as of yet, just because, uh, actually, the day that this releases... It will be our very it's it'll be our session zero. Ah. Yeah. So um so just like planning stuff and logistics and everything. And you We're know, hoping, you have to get all the Sonic fan fiction together. All of the <laughs> all of the super pregnant Sonic fan fiction. All the shipping of Shadow the Hedgehog and Shrek. Again, god damn it, Reddit. Why I know why about do you the, know this? It's on why this subreddit called Cringe Topia and it's just there. And I'm like, God, god, are god you damn subscribed? it. Are you subbed? Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I need to know the worst part of the internet. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I mean, working on my own stuff has really gotten to refocus me. Um, it it's really frustrating to work at Square One again. Yeah, but like, that's where I feel, to me, that's always the most exciting part mm-hmm. because you're still figuring stuff out. You're mm-hmm. testing what works and what doesn't. Um, mistakes are more okay than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's, again, you're, you're remembering all these steps that you did when you first started. It's like, we can you know, we can mess around with this. We can figure this out. Have you ever had that moment where somebody's like, oh, hey, how's this girlfriend? And mm-hmm. then you don't have the heart to tell them that you broke up with them three months ago. <laughs> you know? That's the feeling I get every time. I'm like, oh, how's he I say get it. I've never yeah. been in that situation, but I get it. I know. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, she's gone. I'm like, it's great. It's, great. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, how's Geek say what? And I'm like, uh, and I have to like, it's I don't want to go through this entire thing. And I was like, oh, like, well, podcasting's good. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I, I don't want to go through the entire talk, but. At the end of the day, um, I think uh, um, I really needed to prove to myself that the name didn't matter. Exactly. It's my work. It's exactly. my work that mattered at this point. Yeah. Think about how many celebrities, much more famous than us, mm-hmm. obviously have like had projects either canceled on them or they had to end something and yeah. keep going. They're I fine. Think I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm more proud of myself because I stood up to myself at this point, mm-hmm. right? I told myself that this is too much. You need to be done with this, mm-hmm. and and I did it. Yeah, and and, and it, it's so much easier to just be polite and to go with the flow and all that. But I really had to disrupt my schedule and my lifestyle in order to fix a lot of things. Oh yeah, uh, and then you were. I mean, you're leading up to it. You were pretty beside yourself about it i one i could just tell just from talking to you but then uh i, I remember we also had a talk before you made the announcement to the group yeah. and you were like is this the right choice and you know you were worried about looking like a failure but i'm just like this is this isn't a failure it's like you can look back at geek say what and all of that and be like hey that's that cool thing i did for over a fucking decade yeah like you can look back and be proud of it. it's not it's not a i would say it's not a thing to be like ah oh, shit i i've you know, we tried, but we, we failed. But I'm like, one, that's not a big deal. And then two, it's like, you have all of that to look back and be proud on. And yeah. it got you all these big panels. It gave all these people shows and voices. So um, th- that was the point I was trying to drive home to you at the time. So Yeah. No, I think you were. So when I when we talked about it, I had really only talked about it with one other person. And that mm-hmm. was Alex. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. <laughs> I was just lucky enough to find out that she felt the same exact way. Yeah. You know, and and so but the first thing that she told me was you need to talk to Justin about this. And and like and she was right. One of the few times she and yeah. I will see eye to eye. <laughs> well no Fuck was, you, Alex. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I hope you can hear more, this down the hallway. <laughs> it was just more that she she trusted your judgment on this, you know? And like and and ah oh, man, I'm um it's a lot easier now professionally oh yeah but then also like i do like you know we're all in the same position now we all have to step up and work harder Mm -hmm. and 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 make sure that we're putting our voice out oh yeah i mean i've I've already talked about it on air for this show it's like yeah we're figuring stuff out we got a lot of big ideas but it's like okay now we're gonna have to do a 
little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but then also, I would say to, to add to all this that network's not really gone. It's no, just we evolved. All, yeah, we all just we all see each other. We yeah. all invite each other. We still have the yeah. studio when Casey hasn't you know commandeered it. But yeah. I like, mean, the, the, he is a grown up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. <laughs> We still have the studio. We still have our connections. We're all still friends. I just, I mean, really, the only thing that's gone is the name, and it's like, okay, yeah. Uh, it's the name. I think, especially for me, it got to the point where I just I needed to prove to people that I can do this without the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I I did have some professional, I guess, like problems. With the name as well, and the really? sense where, like, yeah, it was just more of like, oh, well, like, yeah, like, you're Geek Say What, this is what you're known for, and, like, this is, and, like, oh, but people know you, right? Mm-hmm. And it was more of an implication of, like, we had, uh, like, well, you made the right friends, right? And I hated that implication, right? Like, I I, I pride myself in, like, I'm not going to take a handout, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to my creative endeavors, I'm never going to take a handout. You like you either you either give me this or that because I deserved it, or you tell me why I didn't deserve it, mm-hmm. right? And, and and it got to the point where all some of our professional contacts were just really like, oh well, yeah, you just made friends in the right places. Like, but also, it's, I, I would say you're, you're kind of looking at it as negative. I'm like, that's kind of just networking. That's business. literally that's, networking. That's business in general. Yeah, I hate, I hate it. I would I, say yeah. a lot of people who are higher up probably don't deserve to be there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just I, there's there's a level of success right where if you get to it, you didn't get there by yourself. Yeah, you got there because somebody gave you a chance. Yeah, I hate to say it in this way, but you got there because at one point somebody pitied you or made the wrong choice. Yeah, and then you just turned out to be the and right then, choice, and then throwing a dash of luck in there. Exactly, the, yeah. right? You just have to be right place, right time. There's there's not a formula to this. All it is is just straight up luck, right? <laughs> like, well, I. I'll, don't take all of your credit away like you you guys we we all worked pretty hard yeah for the network so um luck's part of the equation but also i'm pretty proud of like our overall body of work i would say that like the um the fortitude right Mm -hmm. my biggest freaking pet peeve is like oh you do podcasts oh i was thinking about doing one Mm -hmm. like yeah you were thinking about doing one but did you yeah also i would say at least out of our immediate friends group in the socal area it's mm-hmm. like we were probably the most organized we were the most I will connected yeah. we were the most coordinated um we had again we had the luck of the having the studio so we yeah. looked more professional there there is no way that i i can't and i'm not i'm not by the way i'm not shitting on all your other shows you fucks <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying we put in the time and the work and we we Made everything look great. I pride myself in the organization mm-hmm. of it. Um, I, I like it's something that I can point to to show that, like, okay, this is what I can provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I uh, like this is the one time that I can be cocky. Like, no, yeah. nobody, nobody that was at our level could match the organization and the planning that we mm-hmm. did. Yeah, like I just like I'm sorry. I mean, we all had panels at major conventions. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's yeah, huge. Ha- most a lot of most shows don't even get that far. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, especially with the dissolving in the network, I think we're I think we're all going to get a lot more chances too, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
I would say that like a lot of conventions, they just didn't understand how a podcast network worked, right? And I always tried to explain to them that it was it, it's like different shows, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're NBC, right, you're gonna give a you're gonna give a panel to Brooklyn Nine Nine, but you're also gonna give a panel to this and that and this, but they're all part of the same network. Mm-hmm. We should have been looked at that way, but at times, especially with some conventions, they and conventions admitted it to us too, like. They looked at us as one entity because we were a network. Right. And I think the dissolution of this, I th- you're going to see our faces a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very excited for that. Yeah, the next, well, the next big one would be WonderCon, WonderCon in April. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be there. Offensive won't have a panel, but I'll be, I, I, I can't say what just yet, but i'm i'm there you will be there. i will be there so look for me there don't worry i'll be i'll be bragging about it like at some point so <laughs> uh, don't worry folks three weeks before yeah the, exactly the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the actual <laughs> stuff, yeah um oh, man but uh, do, do you ever uh, uh let's ask you this what are some of your favorite moments from like all the iterations of the network let's try and go back so i remember um so the first gen was obviously the college show at yes, Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. Which, man, um, I think that was one of my favorite moments mm-hmm. in, in, in this timeline. Because of all of the mistakes that we made, we literally forgot to hit record once on, <laughs> on, 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 a, on a full hour show. And um, I'm really mad about that because that was one of my favorite recordings because I, I just owned Cole on this one. And uh, um, we were having an argument about the flashes. And uh, dude, and at this point, just be like, "Oh, that was the one where I figured out the uh, solution to cold fusion." So, yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, we the didn't ant- record it. The like, life equation. Yeah, <laughs> I figured it out on air, just right there. It came to me, but uh, uh, yeah, we didn't record it. So. Yeah, so we did that, and um, there was uh, there was some there was somebody running the studio. I doubt he remembers us, but he was he was very very influential in us just getting out there. And then he was like, "Oh, well, like if you're going to talk about this, like why don't you apply for panels?" And this was like 2010, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like everybody that sounds so, so long. Yeah, no, two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. Sounds yeah. so long ago. Fuck. So, <laughs> so um, that was like back when, like panels were really really lax mm-hmm. about like, uh, about like just people signing up and coming in. Mm-hmm. Well, it was right after the first Iron Man was released. I mean, to be honest, back then, I never went to panels. Panels or even considered it unless it was like a big some big celebrity mm-hmm. going there, like the actor from this or a writer from that. Everything else was just kind of bullshit. Well, for us, it was, we always signed up as press, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, oh, like you have a, like you, you have a, a working dot com. Cool. You're in. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh, that I got really, it. I miss that so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that got us into oh, it got us into Star Wars celebration. Yes, yeah, Star Wars celebration, <laughs> which I'm really hoping to help us again. But <laughs> Let, let's try. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that just, out. We're just yeah. gonna dive in, yeah. right? Um, but uh, oh my god, I can't believe we got into Star Wars celebration. <laughs> here too. That it's was, coming up again, ridiculous. isn't it? Yeah. When yeah, is in, uh, August? August. We can try. Oh yeah, I already took the days off for it. So even okay. even if we can't get in, I'm still gonna hang out. Yeah, we're gonna there, try. So, yeah. All right, okay. let, let me know when you want to figure that out. Okay. Yeah, for but, sure. But anyway, so uh, so that was a really fun time, and then we started doing the convention circuit and starting to figure out. Was like, this when we had the first group together? 
Oh gosh, this is way before. This is way that. before that. Way okay. before that. Yeah, and then, um, uh, and then you know, of course, being college kids, we kind of dicked around with it. Of course. And then we really started taking it serious again in 2012, and then that's when we put together. The okay. Group. So then you were behind the scenes, and we had a few other people as well. We were writing articles once a week. That was nuts. Do you remember that? I hated that. Yeah, that was the <laughs> straight up worst. I wore, I I wrote some articles, and I'm like, this is dumb. I feel like I'm writing. I'm doing homework <laughs> yeah oh yeah no that was that was dumb as hell and, yeah, and i'm and i'm mad at myself um but yeah it was just like we were trying to think about like doing more content and all that stuff too and so 2012 started taking it serious again and then it fell off again and then i think it was like 2013 or 2014 this that's is when, like right before i moved back down. yeah that's right before you moved back and then um we were thinking about like hey like how can we we really started focusing on like we want to build a community right and with that that's when it started to be like okay well well you're moving down like let's see if he wants to do a show and then um yeah because for a while i forget how long but there was a while where it was just like i was sitting in on recordings just googling stuff for you guys and setting up equipment and then and we filmed like a couple of videos yeah and it was just yeah it, it was just a it was a bad idea to not have you on air right so that's where we're like well let's just like ask justin what kind of show you'd want to talk on right so it was that one and then we had guested on super geek supreme which is geek ko now mm-hmm. and and so madraga i worked with and then when i asked him about like oh it like you know justin and i are thinking about putting on a network like what do you think then it was uh that's the the day that i asked him was the day that ish actually joined super geek supreme <laughs> so he's like oh cool it's my first episode we're just joining a network now yeah. whatever cool, yeah. i'm fine right uh and uh that's and, exactly yeah. what ish would say he's like yeah, yeah okay yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then get drunk on your floor and then just take a nap yeah so. yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so those were the first three shows. And we Wait, so how long... I'm trying to remember. When did we have that meeting at Burger uh, Parlor? Saying like, that first meeting, like, these are the first three shows. Gosh, that was 2014. 14, okay. 2013, 2014. So I moved down here and uh, I was here November 2014. Yeah. So it must so have been like that month or maybe it was around 2015 yeah, it was beginning. Around there, yeah. So then that was the first three shows, and we, we operated for a little bit over a year mm-hmm. with just those three shows. I had I remember I had a rough start, because it was like start-stop, and the Geek Offensive round 2017. Yeah. That's when we got the name, so and you, then but and it kept rolling. From I there. remember the day that you did your very first solo recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, um, folks, you can go back and listen to it. It's still up now. But episode zero, the very first thing in the feed, is um, it was in the studio. But um, what I don't tell you is that Jason is actually sitting in the next room listening in. Yeah, I I remember (laughs) you recording that. And in my head, I was like, this is it. This is the show. This is the show that you're going to stick with forever. Yeah. And, And I remember... I remember thinking about all like the like because you did have a really hard start mm-hmm. and and it which didn't help with like a lot of the logistics for it because like then we found out that your name was taken yeah. and that was going to be a big thing and yeah so that was I just remember hearing that recording and I'm like this is it this is the show that you want to do 
And uh, and then you know GKO like well, there were there were a lot of changes between Super Geek Supreme and GKO. Um, it's been a while. So I, I don't. I want to say. No, no. The first time I, w- I recorded with them, it was already Geek. It KO. was already Geek. Yeah, KO. yeah, yeah. I ha- uh, like so the the big stipulation for like joining was like okay, we need a new format. Mm-hmm. We need a name, format, feel, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we worked for like months mm-hmm. with like okay, well, what are we gonna do? And then. Um, like there was the round idea and all that stuff because Super Geek Supreme was very Harry Potter focused. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, like we're gonna have we're gonna talk about nerd stuff, but then always bring it back to Harry Potter. Oh, and I was like, okay, well, let's try to think of like something that's a little bit more like general mm-hmm. sort of geek culture sort mm-hmm. of thing, and that's how we kind of settled on Geek KL. And to be quite honest, like besides a few tweaks, what we decided for the or- the origins of Geek KL, like that's kind of been it for yeah. like the last few years, mm-hmm. and and so like. Hey, man if it's if it's uh, if it's not broke don't fix it right? yeah and then then there was the second iteration of stuff where we uh alex really wanted to develop a show with uh diverse geeks in focus mm-hmm. like because she just wanted a show to talk about like how does your culture and your nerdiness connect right so then that's when we had Gemma, and they were an incredible speaker for that and they got their own panel last year at mm-hmm. comic-con and then we had acquired Nerds on a Roll, which is an actual play podcast, which I'm actually still on mm-hmm. too. So, so I'm a so I'm a character on. There I'm not as caught well. up on that. Have you? Did you have to do the announcement for on uh, Geek Say What on that show? Or yeah, so we had to, that was really awkward. <laughs> um, okay, so, Lauren's like looking at you like, thanks, oh Jason. <laughs> okay, so they have, they had admittedly separated from another network. <laughs> In order to join us. And then, like, less than a year later, it was just cut off. It's like, motherfucker. I, I, I feel awful for that. Yeah. But then Lauren disclosed to me after, and, like, Rob and, uh, Rob and DJ and Kato were talking about it, too. But they were like, oh, yeah, like, every every network we've joined has disbanded. Uh, and we're, like, the third one. We're the like, third? Yeah, they were like, yeah, we're, like, the third one. And I was like, are you guys just bad luck at this point? Thanks a lot, nerds on a roll. And then uh, also, you know, the spinoff for your show with Pencil Net Geeks as well. That was great. And then there were a bunch of shows. After we set up Pencil Net Geeks, every show that we set up after that, just like outright, was like, wait, no, this isn't right. Like, well, they're, yeah. they're still in the process of figuring it out. And then, and then well, yeah, unfortunately, so we ran out of time. We had 10 shows set up. And then, like, one show. Okay, well, uh, let's get to that. Ten shows. What were the ones that didn't even get off the ground? Uh, so there was a there was a streaming one that we were working with some pretty famous people on. Wait, is this the one with the fucking uh, Arrow cosplayers? Not the... Not Arrow cosplayers. They're cosplayers. Um, uh, I, I, if it's the ones I'm thinking of, I'm like, I saw those accounts. I'm like, it's, it's Arrow cosplay. Fair. There's titties. There's titties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, that's what you meant. Oh, there's, thought, there was another meant, one. I thought you meant A-R-R-O-W, like Arrow. Oh. <laughs> no, no. E-R-O. Yeah, E-R-O. Sorry. Yes. You're right. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, wonderful people to work with. It, it was just it, like it just didn't match up mm-hmm. with their schedules. Right. And they, uh, you know, especially being that big, like everybody's based in LA. Nobody's going to drive out to work. Also, County they're just this. making money off their OnlyFans. I bet. Yeah. Like, what well, do they uh, need us yeah. for? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like if I, if I were a sexy young woman, that's exactly what I would <laughs> there you do. Go. Yeah. Right. And uh, and they were incredible cosplayers, incredible with body positivity and all that. I'm really bummed out we didn't get to work with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, and and their their idea 
idea for the show was so incredible. What too. was the idea? Oh, I, I don't even know if I can speak about that. Oh, like, we'll, so, talk I think, yeah, about we'll talk off air about that. Uh, there's basically they show their titties. No. <laughs> there was. Um, I'm still hoping to get this off the ground. There was like a debate style show that I was trying to get off the ground. Well, I know that one was featuring. Well, I can say it because it's yeah. my show, but it was featuring Boyd. And yeah. like he's still in the process of it. He wants he's to do it. He's getting married this year. Yeah. So, so there's, there's yeah. a there's a bit of a, like he's got some stuff to figure out. Yeah. And so that's still on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely don't want to uh, talk about the like the logistics for that as well. Oh, I mean, he's already mentioned it on my on the show. Oh, okay. He's like, he's like, yeah, we were planning this, but like we're still figuring it out. Yeah, it's been a process, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, oh god, I feel really embarrassed talking about this. But Saturday Night Geek was one of my ideas as well. So we tried to do a Twitch streaming talk show mm-hmm. uh, where where Cole was a host, and uh, and I mean, like Cole knows this as well too, because like I I've worked with Cole for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. He's the other voice on Inquested Geek with me and Alex. Um, oh, which by the way is the show you do now. I don't know I'm, if we mentioned that. Well, no, we're I'm sure we're gonna announce yeah, it at the we'll do the, the we'll show, do the plugs later, but yeah. like yeah, that's. What yeah, you're doing now. So um he's here he's the third and honestly I there are days I freaking hate him, right? Yeah, I know. But, yeah, <laughs> but there are days but there are days that he hates me also, and and it's for completely valid reasons, right? <laughs> like I'd hate me too if I talked to to myself like that, right? <laughs> I get that. Um, but um Saturday Night Geek was this whole thing where I'm like, okay, Cole needs to be in front of the camera. Um he's 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 great with interacting with people. Like, let's just put him in front of the camera, right? Which was a really great idea in theory. Mm-hmm. But then um I think with some of us are, like we lend to some their their strengths and their opportunities that we lend to, right? I could never run a show by myself. There's no freaking way I could mm-hmm. never like yeah. But Cole's the same exact way. And we just <laughs> and, and we just did not understand that when we started and it was uh, i would I, I hate to use the word failure but i feel like i failed him at that point mm-hmm. right because i because we didn't set up we didn't set him up for success and all that stuff too it just needed a lot of focus and where i could where i could be better about spontaneity cole could be better about focus mm. And and uh, and we're just two sides of the same coin at that point. So Saturday Night Geek, I loved, but it it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you went for it. At least you can say you attempted it. Yeah. And sometimes right. that's you know a lot of things like that's what you got to do. I mean, I can say the same thing. Like attempting this podcast the first time around didn't go great. Yeah. So. Here's the thing. Right, right before all of those quote unquote failures, I helped produce six very successful shows. Like, I've, I'm very proud of that. I went six for six, and then I couldn't get any more. <laughs> you were, on the board. you were due, you were due for. A while. I was due for a couple L's, yeah. right? Like, like that's okay, right? And even then, I don't consider them L's because I learned a lot from it, right? And uh, um, I'm, I'm kind of happy that they mm-hmm. didn't work out because that would have just been way more work on mm-hmm. my end and a lot more logistics. But um, I'm happy with what we had at the very end of it. Uh, I was very sad to to dissolve the network and see it go, but it was also pretty necessary. But this is like the uh, you're on to the next thing. That that's yes. the thing with, with the creative endeavors. That's always um, the silver lining. Like, yeah, this is the end of this thing, but I got an idea for this. Yeah. Or even if you don't have an idea, it's like, oh, cool, I can clear my head and think of something else. Yeah. 
And I think within Quest of Geek, like we're really doing that because uh, we're we're trying to 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 focus on community again, mm-hmm. right? And so our whole idea for the show is is the three eyes, right? So in Quest of Geek is all about geek murders. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> That's why I got a, confused when I first heard the title. I'm like, what? You were the only one who got the wordplay, by the huh? way. You were the only one. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so fucking mad. So for those of you listening, an inquest is usually a judicial investigation, yeah. usually for a murder. Yes. So I was like, yeah, geek murders. Let's do this. I'm in. <laughs> Be our own cereal. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, like, but then like, it was like a play on words because inquest and inquest. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so, but a lot of people focus on. I just, for, when you did that, I just, all I could think of was um, fucking Hermione going, Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. I know, I hate it's myself. Inquest. inquest. She's, she's my literal narrative hero. You understand that, right? She is my narrative hero. Um, but, but with Quest, it was more, um, so we want to focus on the three eyes, right? Okay. The three eyes that we focus on now is inform, involve, inspire, mm-hmm. right? If I don't, if we don't hit those three points in the show, we didn't do a Quest show. When you said three eyes, I couldn't help but go to, I, I get those, it's very important that you said that, but I also couldn't help but go to like, oh, three eyes like Kurt Angle. Because because he had intelligence, intensity, and integrity. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of the feeling I was going with. You know, like I wanted to make sure that it felt uh, like it's. I wanted it to be like both like a little like corporatey and a little bit fun at the same time. So you but, wanted yeah. corporatey? Oh, uh, in the sense where it gives you focus. Okay. Right, like um, like. Y- it's so it's so freaking hard to explain to somebody what, like what your podcast is about. Well, how about this? Why don't you explain the difference between Ready Set Geek and and this? So Ready Set Geek was our last show uh, that evolved into Inquest of Geek, and Ready Set Geek was all about the intro to geek culture. If you which didn't, kind of evolved from the original Geek, geek Say what, what when it was just the Geek Say What podcast, yeah, and that's it. which we really didn't have focus. It was just a willy nilly. We just talked. This about show doesn't it. have focus. What are you yeah, talking but, about? But, but that works for this show, right? <laughs> it does not work for me. <laughs> we have to have focus. We have to have something to talk about. Just somebody, else, yeah. That's what I did when I was off. When I was just uh, working on that show, I was just jiggling keys. Like, oh, hey, yeah. look over here, guys. Yeah. Just keep staying. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just, it's. <laughs> if we don't have focus, it's just the three of us, just, mm-hmm. just monkey typewritering Shakespeare at this point, right? Just hoping for something. Can good. that be the third show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let it go. Just. Let it go. <laughs> But Ready Set Geek was all about intro, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we wanted to make sure that people had a starting point, and, and and what we kept getting, we kept getting a lot of fan questions about like, "Well, oh, you didn't talk about this enough. Can you dive into this?" Mm-hmm. And well, like I don't really understand this. You didn't spend enough time. And what we were finding from a lot of our fans is they just wanted to hear us dive deeper. Mm-hmm. Which there's a lot of merit to that, right? Like there's there's merit in introducing something, but there's a lot more merit in making sure that we're talking from like a cultural, social, like important standpoint. You had to be like, um, I'll use Star Wars as a. You yeah. had to be Star Wars one hundred and one and one hundred and two, basically. Yeah, but then a lot of people were like, "Well, what about Star Wars five hundred? And that's... I, I meant, yeah. like, uh, classes, not yeah. actually... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that's what I mean. Yeah, well, because yeah. 500s are, like, the master... Like, almost your master. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just... Oh, you went even further. <laughs> yeah, I went even further. Okay. Yeah, so, like... Because uh, it, it's kind of, like, you have to be intro, but dive deep. So, that's that's a weird thing to... You had yeah. to try... You guys balanced for a while. Yeah, so... So, now it's more about 
diving deep the social the social and cultural implications of things and all that too so we wanted to make sure that when somebody argues a point with you mm-hmm. we want to be your ammo mm-hmm. yeah it, uh, uh, a good friend of ours just put it really really well over the weekend and it's a uh, oh like uh, it's a whole joke about podcasts is like oh well my friend to- told me about this i'm like oh was it a friend or was it a podcast <laughs> i want to be that podcast now <laughs> right <laughs> And coincidentally, your friend. Coincidentally, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be able. You want people to be able to like throw your name around like that to be like, yes, yeah, both yeah, friend oh, and so podcast. My friend Jason, like, oh, and man. podcaster. <laughs> God. Although I do, I, I will put this out there as well. If you ever see me at a convention and you're just like, "Hey, I love your show," and you give me a hug, I will buy you a drink. Yeah. Like I, like, I don't. I don't care who you are. So at WonderCon, he'll be at the Marriott. I, uh, what, no, what is that bar that we always hang out at? It's the other one. It's the Hilton. It's Hilton. I think yeah, it's the Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. He'll be at the it's Hilton way, bar. <laughs> it's way schmancier, but they have yeah. such great food. It's way schmancier. So just look for Jason, and he'll have his charge card ready. Yeah. Oh, if you if you. If you talk to me about my own show, mm-hmm. I will buy you drinks for the rest of the night. The boys are going to abuse that. Oh, hey, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, shut up, Dave. Shut but, that, up. but that just means they have to listen to my show. So. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It just means they'll listen to this. And- <laughs> I'm just warning you now. They're going to do that. No, no, no. You got to talk You got to talk about my show. You got to talk about my show. They'll all lean on our mentor for that because he's the one that listens to everything. Because he constantly listens to <laughs> Just, I, I, I have come to the point where Superfan Armenta has... Um, he's just figured out how to have like 72 hours in one day <laughs> in order to listen to every podcast that he listens to. Even I have to ask him, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> how? How do you freaking do that? It's like he like falls asleep to podcasts and then just retains all the mem- like the, the information. God, I wish that worked for Right? Me. That'd be perfect. I think that's what happens. I'd dude. have my doctorate by now. He's just, he, he listens to it while having sex. I'm going to put it out there right now. <laughs> He's just, he's just Sorry, T, if you're listening to this. <laughs> he's just multitasking the entire time. She's like, oh, that's why I had the headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of your favorite memories? Because I, I can tell you I can tell you mine right Please? now. Was, I'd love, yeah, I'm so it was that first time when I, did, I was fresh, like just moved back. Mm-hmm. And then I brought in Willis to help us film stuff. So that, oh, WonderCon, that WonderCon was so much fun because we got like the hotel nearby and we all just, that whole weekend it was, if we weren't at the convention filming something, we were just hanging out at the hotel. It was fun. Yeah. Because you had, you had Anthony Rivera, who's my And Anthony too, yeah. Um, you had, you had Ray Hom, mm-hmm. Rayhom.com. Um, you had Willis also, incredible photographer, videographer, and all that. Mm-hmm. There were a couple other people too. I just I, um, the first time I'd met them. No, the, no, no, those were the f- no, those are the three we brought in. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, I remember hanging out at the hotel and just like playing cards and having fun and hanging yeah. Out. God, that was so much fun. That's one thing I wish we had done more of if we could all be in the same hotel. Yeah, and just like film stuff, hang yeah. out, all that. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, that that was a that was a great convention. And that was pretty early. I, the videos are still up there on the channel. 15? Yeah, 2015. Yeah, because yeah, that's when I was like fresh back in and then I was still in the mood to edit video. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that wish sucked. that, that sucked. Anybody. I don't want to do that again. I don't wish that on anybody yeah. anymore, man. Yeah. Oh, I loved that one. Um, your panel at WonderCon with uh, uncomfortable questions from Terrible Hat. 
uh, that was that was one of my favorites. That one, I gotta say, it was uh, credit to to you and Alex because that was like not my idea. I was just like, because b- back then it's like we would sign up for panels yeah. through the network, and I was just like. Well, shoot! I don't know what to do for this show. I just wanted to like get be able to say like, "Hey, Geek Offensive's in the program." Yeah, and then I think it was either you or Alex. I think it was Alex. It was kind of a mix. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was you also because you were the one about like uh, like we were trying to center it around like an idea that you had about asking questions, mm-hmm. right? But we're like, okay, well, uh, how would what could we do in order to present your brand, mm-hmm. right? Because Geek Offensive, like, it's a very, it's like, it's a strong, very specific name, yeah, right? So then we're like, oh, well, let's just ask, like, really awful freaking questions mm-hmm. of each other. And um, we had Justin Cortez on that panel. Um, Cortez, Madri- we had three Justins. Cortez, yeah. Madriaga. You, e- me. You and Alex. Was Alex on there as well? I think Alex was the other one. Yeah, I think, Al- yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And, uh, and we had some awful questions up there, too. And I think that's still on your feed, right? Yeah, it's still on the feed. And then the only thing you had officially tasked me with was find an awful hat. Find why did, hat. Why was it an awful hat? By the way, where did uh, that so, come from? Um, because we had the idea that we wanted to try to gamify it. Mm-hmm. So, like, whoever, like, lost mm-hmm. had to wear the hat like, oh, for, like, okay. photos and stuff. Yeah. And um and we didn't even do that. To we didn't even do it. that. Yeah, yeah just because I, that's had, the first I've heard of it. Yeah, just, just because like we had so much fun. Yeah, we kind of just forgot everything else. And I was shocked that uh, I don't know if it was because of the traffic or if people just saw the the description or whatever it was. But we I was shocked that we almost filled that room. Yeah, it was amazing. I was like, oh whoa! And then yeah. people were coming in as we were talking and sitting there. So it's like, oh. They checked it out and stayed. I was very surprised at that. And that's always like a weird feeling, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, and you are. I'm just on a podium that for some reason you're automatically going to listen to me because I'm yeah, standing higher it's, than it's you. Business, <laughs> right? yeah. It's like, it's like, it's something mental, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, like, oh, this looks like a cool person to listen to. Yeah, I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> but yes. yeah, I, I, you texted me finding this awful hat. And we were between. Did you pick the Ed Hardy hat? So I, can't I, I just, you didn't even give me any guidelines. Yeah. I, you just said find an awful hat and like, okay. <laughs> so I just thought, all right, what does everyone hate here? Troll neck beards. What do they always wear? They call it a fedora, but it's a trilby. Trilby. Yeah. Thank you. They can't even get that right. <laughs> I, I think I even said that at the yeah. panel. So I found not just like a trilby but like a fake ed hardy trilby so it had like the heart and skull or whatever yeah, was and on then it like the bedazzling yeah it was just the worst hat it was somehow and, pinstriped for no reason yeah and it was yeah on top of all the stuff <laughs> painted on there it was and then the thing was it's it my favorite part of that was just the the groan i got when i bought it out because i said so they asked me to pull questions out of a terrible hat so i found this ed hardy trilby and just Oh, <laughs> from the crowd. <laughs> it was a good choice. Yeah. It was a good choice. We had a lot of fun with that panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um uh, I really want to see that come back again to be quite honest. <laughs> but like but like harder questions. I still have the hat. But also it's Fair. it would have to be um cuz cuz I know the the bigger cons are very like family friendly so i'm wondering if like we have to like find another outlet for that one yeah yeah and, yeah. and uh, i'm sure there's so because la comic-con pretty seem pretty lax mm-hmm. on language and then i'm sure there's some smaller cons out there they'd be like yeah say whatever you oh, want yeah i mean comic-con revolution that's always one that i point to mm-hmm. i think ontario uh like their their ontario show does an incredible you know, job i remember that one i was just like you know this is a nice little uh event for like people on the inland empire so another friend of your show daniel groves from mm-hmm. hoppyhead productions yeah the we are adults podcast um, 
uh, we are adults question mark podcast yeah. sorry I was we are adults that. yeah um, uh, so I met Daniel Groves there uh, and uh, we had we actually had a, an intro to podcasting panel mm-hmm. I think and I had met him and Lauren Stone at that one um, so, who have now both been guests on this show yes yeah and I've oh, been on gosh. I've been on Daniel's show so. yeah and it's uh, wonderful people and um, I can't I can't stress enough how small how important small conventions are right? oh yeah the big ones are always going to be so much fun and super important, yeah right? great party it's like yeah, yeah just yeah. you know but the smaller conventions i think that's where a lot of my networking and work gets done and also through the show it also made me really appreciate those because there was uh, obviously not last year because of my situation but like the year before it was like i was going to these lesser known ones or the less mainstreamy ones just to like check out what the hell yeah. was going on like and a, um, i met some yeah we just talked at uh, at uh, Pasadena Comic Con, which mm-hmm. one of the ones that Lawrence another on, great so. con. I love that venue, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like you're like thirty minutes away from this place called Pasta Sisters. Pasta Sisters. It's this incredible Italian spot. Okay, and they won like um, on Worth It. They won like the best lasagna they've ever mm-hmm. had, and so Anthony, uh, who's our sound engineer, just was like, "Oh, we need to go, we need to go!" Like, and if he gets his mind set on something, like we have to do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so we went, and it was literally the best lasagna I've ever had. Okay. The best lasagna. See, that's that's a weird one because I'm very, I don't know if I've ever been. Yeah, I'm very rarely wowed by something like lasagna. It is very good. Okay. You can just tell everything is handmade. Okay. Like it's not processed or anything like that. There's mm-hmm. just like it's like somebody's grandma just back there just straight uh, up making okay. it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's a great, great spot. Um, um, any other memories from the the Geek Say What tenure? I think other than the emails. <laughs> that's by the way. That's a behind the scenes joke. Like we'd always give you crap for these emails. I treasure each and every one. Of them. Every every guest got whenever they got a host invitation. It was always this really long, very precise and thorough email in like in like point five font. So, like, I think like the I think the frustrating thing about those emails too was I put in. Every because like anytime there was a question, I just added it to the email. Yeah, right. Like I didn't want to build an FAQ or anything. Did like you? That. S- did you ever sneak it? Because I never read through it fully. Did you ever like sneak anything in there? No. Like purple monkey dishwasher. At yeah. The, in the, <laughs> like, and like fine I print. Just, <laughs> I just really like I wanted to, but the, it it got to the point where I was sending out. Okay, so it was four emails for Ready Set Geek, mm-hmm. four emails for you, yeah. two for Geek KO. It was um, two for uh, and two for every other show as well. Okay. So six, so that's two for six eight, and then eight. So it was like sixteen emails that I had to send out every month, mm-hmm. like on a on a rotating basis, and that was on top of all the follow up emails I had to do and all this. And I really wanted to mess around with people, but then I was like, "There's no way." Yeah. It's not like I just don't logistically have the time, and they're like right? keep everything in, intact and yeah. in, <laughs> so um like inevitably what always happened especially if it was a new guest i always knew if they didn't read it <laughs> because anytime they had a question it was actually in bold and an underline because there was a lot of people asking those questions <laughs> and like i i bullet pointed it i made sure it was all clear and precise and everything so like, oh, like so when do i show up Bro, that's like line three of the email. Well, that one, that one in particular, it was like there's a clearing in the email, and then yeah. like that's <laughs> that was clearing. like blocked out. Like, like I'm just 
cutting down forests. That was just like, yeah, there's literally like space. And then like that's highlighted right there. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> maddening, right? Having to deal, like, I love the guests that we've had, mm-hmm. but, but it, it was maddening dealing. With them, right? <laughs> like I deal, I, I, I still deal with guests now and all that, but it, it's, uh, um, it was just a different feeling when I had to like run different shows. And the, well, yeah. in, in general, for, for folks, if, if you've never had to book guests, it's and a lot of them are cool. Don't get me wrong. But oh, yeah. like it, it's like hurting cats. It's also that feeling of like, oh, well, like I'm free this night. The rest of my team is free this night. When are you free? Mm-hmm. I'm free every night except the nights that you're free. Exactly. Like, just, and, and, then, yeah. and then you add another person and it just gets exponentially harder. Oh, yeah. No, I go through that now with the current team I have. And it's just like, well, I'm going to see one of you <laughs> once a week. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but back to like good memories. What were some good ones? Because you, uh, how about this? Let's narrow it down. How about the San Diego Comic Con? Because we've been, we've made quite a few appearances there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, San Diego Comic Con is always going to be my favorite convention. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's both nostalgic for me, and it is, it's a work weekend for me too, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, I, I think that's another thing that's like un. That may not be clear to people. Yeah, we go and have a great time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're working for a good uh, chunk of that weekend. Uh, well, yeah. And and you guys have seen my schedule for it too. Mm-hmm. Like I plan everything. Yeah, we barely see you. Yeah. I plan everything to the hour. Yeah. Like you guys really only see me if you show up to the same event. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, and I try to vary my events in order to get new guests and, and to get new perspectives and all that as well. And also uh to support friends. And I have to admit, and I really love that I can say this on air now too, but it's getting harder to support friends because we all have so many panels. Exactly. (laughs) I remember I remember the first year that like all of us were on something. We were just like, like, Whoa. And then it worked out that we could all see each other on that Mm -hmm. one too. And it was such a good feeling. Yeah, I remember I remember the big one that year. I wanna say it was seventeen maybe, but it was when uh uh, Earl had his Tomb Raider panel. Ooh! So gosh, and then so like that fun. was the year like everybody was on something. Yeah, everybody it was had just like whoa. Yeah, yeah um, San Diego has always been my favorite. Um, getting to getting to speak on that stage is, is it's it's special, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's something that like. When I started going to these conventions, there's like, there's no way I'm ever going to. Because you've this. also you've also not just done your own panel. You've had you've moderated some other yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, a fan base press, uh, uh, Bryant and Barbara Dillon were were nice enough to let me pa- uh, to moderate some panels for them as well. And uh, I've gotten to speak on other people's shows also uh, to give my perspective on um, on just podcasting and how to get everything started and all that too. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it, it, I still get excited thinking about it, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's a feeling... Getting excited for stuff, like, mm-hmm. that's a feeling that dulls as you get older, mm-hmm. right? Comic-Con, like, especially San Diego Comic-Con, WonderCon, like, that's never dulled for me. Yeah, if I have something going on, I'm like, cool. It's, it, it, you know, it's game day. Yeah. That's what it yes! feels like. That's what it feels yes! like. Yeah, oh, man. It's like game day and kind of winning the lottery. Yeah. Like, not like a big jackpot, but, like, just enough. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but I, I think some of my favorite network memories were like, well, actually, even this past one where for some reason that bar at the Hard Rock Hotel was empty and we just had it to ourselves. 
That okay, so that's an anomaly there, down there. there. There's a bit of a story to that, also, okay. too. Uh, Who okay, did you so, pay off? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with with that, um, it was we had had our panel on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then Friday we had one more panel, and then we had our we threw our very first mix. We had the mix, that's right, yeah. yeah. So that Thursday night, we were all on kind of a high of like, we all did great on this panel. All of us are together. We never all get to be in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we're, so we all just kind of got real excited mm-hmm. all at the same time. We're like, well, screw it. Let's just drink our faces off. Yeah. Right. Um, and boy, did we. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, the rest of the weekend, I was just super hungover. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> and, and and Alex, God bless her, she's so hungover also, and uh, and she she like she works for the convention, and she's a little champ. Just woke up at six a.m. Just, just did it all over again. She just couldn't. She was just so tired the entire time. It's hard to like just go to sleep there. Yeah, you, you're just gonna get ridiculously tired. But it's that FOMO too, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I'm gonna miss out on something. Yeah, if I, exactly. if I go to bed and all that. So, yeah, but it was this whole thing where we're like, we all went hard on thursday and then i just paid for it for the rest of the week <laughs> and so like now it's a joke it's a joke with us at quest we're like okay like be cool about this convention don't go hard the first night right because that's exactly what we did it's like oh no i'm gonna be there to spoil that oh es- yeah. especially if i don't actually have to speak i'm yeah. like let's oh, go man, but yeah. but that but again like i said that was an anomaly because one it was one of the few times we we're all together and then the bar was just empty. It was yeah. decked out for Comic Con, but it was it was so much fun. And then like other yeah. people uh, from like all of our other like podcast friends, yeah. But it's like we had the too. bar to ourselves. Like we didn't have to yeah. wait for anything. That's you know that's part of why we got hammered. Yeah, we didn't have we to wait have to for wait. drinks. We didn't have to wait for anything. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was so weird. You're right. It was it was completely decorated for it. Everybody was kind of in that Comic Con spirit, dude. It was, it was right by the Omni. Um, it's like right, right there. Like you walk out, there's a convention center. Yes, you just walk. Walk out the door and yeah. out of the front door, you can see it. And I'm like, why is there nobody here? No, that was the thing we couldn't figure out the whole. Night. There was no legit reason for that bar to be empty. Yeah, all the other bars were were packed. And then the way that this bar is built too, there's this beautiful outside area, and yeah. then you can you you look into it, and there's not even windows. It's just open space where you just mm-hmm. walk through. Yeah. And I was like, "Why is nobody else here?" Yeah, I didn't understand bar. it. Yeah, we I'll, have to go back this. this well, yeah, we well. will. Yeah. I I think Boyd's. For drunkenly talk to some people from what's that superstore uh, superstore yeah yeah he ran into jonah and garrett on superstore okay yeah, yeah. i don't know Which, what went uh, down garrett, but he said garrett that. is the dude from rooster teeth okay yeah so uh uh so yeah oh god so much fun <laughs> god, it's kind so of fun. appropriate to just because that was the last one as a network yeah and i'm kind of like okay we got that moment we were all fucking hammered together yeah. And so. I, yeah and i hope to have more of those moments and stuff yeah. as well and it was just tough too because we had the mixer the next day which is an achievement all, all to itself like dude props to you i give you a lot of shit yeah but one it's one i'm your older brother and then two it's yeah. like um <laughs> uh, uh but Credit where credit's due. That was a fantastic idea, and the fact that you pulled it off was really impressive. I'm hoping to do it again. Um, we mm-hmm. might have some other venues in mind. It was just more that, like, once again, right place at the right time. Right? Well, shit, if that bar is empty. <laughs> 
right? Just have it there. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, um, it, it was just. Right, I was at the right place at the right time. Um, it, it it worked out to where we had the entire outside, and it was mm-hmm. literally the one cold day of Comic Con. Of course, day, it which was. I was so mad about, right? But uh, um, but yeah, we had the entire outside uh, portion of the Odyssey Lounge in the Hilton Bayfront. Mm. And if you've never been to that bar, it's like the swankiest hotel bar you've ever been to. It's like triangle shaped and like... It's, it's like, it's yeah. too nice. Yeah. Uh, and oh, What man. was, what made it feel official wasn't even that. It was just that we had the little sign we had the, the sign, tripod. Which I, okay. Is like, that and thing, there's an arrow pointing outside. It's like, hey, go here. Like, that thing cost me like $150. It was ridiculous. You got ripped off. Yeah, right? I went to like this FedEx Kinko's at like three in the morning. Uh, yeah. Oh, we can get him for whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, right? He's just so stressed out. There's no way I'm not taking a bunch of money from him. Right? Yeah, it's a, hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, oh man. I mean, I hope to do more things like that. But like you said, like it, it, we're kind of like in kind of that rebuilding phase, you know? So, um, <sighs> that's the thing that like connections, oh, you know, I just thought of it. Oh, what? Favorite favorite moment of this was when we started doing our Geeks Say What Network mixers. <sighs> oh, those mixers were fun. Yeah, yeah, right? they, they really were fun. Shout yeah, out to yeah. the Justins, another, oh, another the Justin set of family. Justins. Yeah, yeah, for letting us use their backyard. Yeah, like so that. that's that's Professor Justin and husband Justin, mm-hmm. uh, and um, they have this beautiful. They have this beautiful home in in Santa Ana, where it's like ranch style. Which I know, folks, is this oxymoron, but know, like yeah. that's there is a nice part. There of is Santa a nice Anna. part of Santa Ana. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and they they let us use their backyard two years in a row, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we were. Lucky I can't believe enough. I didn't think of those. I'm like, yeah, yeah those are big. Those are big deals. Over a hundred people in both of them. Yeah. Um, I'm proud to say that we were able to provide all of the alcohol and all of the. That was you. Thanks, previous and, job. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we were also uh, able to provide all of like all you can eat food yeah. as well too. Like nobody left there with an empty stomach. No. I'm, I'm, and and that's always like a proud point for me as well. But uh, just getting to do those mixers and having fun and and just giving and like having a night to give back to the mm-hmm. people who've helped us out and yeah. gotten us to that point. God, that was one of the best feelings. Those were, uh, you know, that's something I, if we could bring it back in some version or another, like I would totally do that again. I I think (laughs) what helped admittedly was our old physicians mm-hmm. uh and uh and oh yes, yeah right, totally yeah. and you're right i do want to bring it back i just need to figure out how to bring it back right and what what spin can we put on it yeah because there? like uh like we so the spin that we put on the mixer the last year was we made it a content creator mixer mm-hmm. right so anybody could come but yeah. also that was right at comic-con and you have a million exactly. content creators yeah, yeah. there right here especially because we're in orange county and everybody in la refuses to drive to us uh, um, we have like we're just trying to build a community. Looking at you, Elaine. No, yeah. I'm, kid- I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. please, no, no. <laughs> Elaine's the best. Uh, but yeah, like having having that. Um, uh, I guess having the ability to bring people together for a specific reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for for us in the last couple of years, it was to thank everyone, right? But I think you're right. I, I think I'm going to put a lot of thought into how can we make this better, and I guess make sense. At yeah. This point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's a couple of ideas I want to throw by you, but like, it, it'd be one of those things. It's like, I, I definitely need a hand to oh, figure yeah. this out. So, um, but yeah, we'll figure that out once we announce it. We'll, we'll definitely let everyone know. Yeah. I want it. Okay, so if I can talk about one idea, yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I really wanted it to be like like a holiday party. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Like cut it, like kind of set it up like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so I, I kind of wanted to be like, you know, towards December just because like, okay, we have WonderCon in April. We have, uh, we have Comic-Con in July. We have a whole bunch of other conventions this the year. Star too. Wars. Star Wars celebration. In August. Um, I'm hoping to go to Gen Con as well, which is also in August. Is that still in San Francisco? No, Gen Con is in oh, that's Indianapolis. The, that's in Indianapolis. I'm yeah. thinking Kubla Con. Kubla Con, which is a Berlin game. Yeah. And I, that's an incredible, uh, that was a fun too. one. Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh, there's so many there's of too them many. I want to yeah. go to. Yeah. Um, what is one convention I do want to go? Oh, are you going to go to New York this year too? Probably not, because okay. I'm in three fucking weddings, you assholes. Um, That's fair. Uh, That's yeah, fair. a lot of flying. <laughs> I mean, happy for you, but come on, man. Yeah, but be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about me for yeah, once, right? okay? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we're uh, so many conventions, but I think like something towards November, December, I think would be a lot more fun. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, unfortunately we have to wrap this up because oh, we man. both have stuff to do in a bit, but, uh, no, thank you for giving a clear picture of what was going on with the network. I know yeah. we talked about it back at the white wine extravaganza, but this is the kind of the sober yeah, this version like the of it. Sober, yeah. Reflective one, clear so, yeah. one. Yeah. We're just like, okay. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. It's, it's always a blast to have you on. And again, good luck with all the future endeavors. Oof, yeah. Um, we both got a lot of work cut out for us this year, <laughs> but, uh, this is arguably also the most exciting year. Most exciting it's been for either of us creatively in a, in a while. Yes. So. We are out of our comfort zones mm-hmm. and I really, really like it. Yeah. Be, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep. Um, okay. Do you have anything to plug before we go? Yeah. So uh, once again, I'm Jason Patrick Gallet. I am the JPG's the, gun. The JPG is gone. yes. There was a specific reason for that, and I think I talked about it in the White Wine Extravaganza too. If it there was, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, so I am one of the co-hosts for Inquest of Geek. We are a podcast and a Twitch stream uh, that you can and you can view us and listen to us weekly as well. Uh, we are here to inform, involve, and inspire. Uh, and you can find us at Inquest of Geek. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive is on its own social media as well with the it's on social media as well with its own handle uh, at Geek Offensive on a bunch of different stuff. Uh, this show is normally recorded at Wayland Productions, but for this one, we are recording at a stately Air G and G manner. Uh, <laughs> but shout out to Wayland Productions. You can find them at Wayland.ws. They've supported us since day one. Uh, and Please support their audio dramas, including uh, Where Live Gold Rush, now available on uh, pretty much all major podcasting platforms. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that's it. Normally, before, it's it's weird because I'm still getting out of that rhythm of having to do the long scripted oh, yeah. plug. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I'm like, stop here. We're good. Um, but yeah, uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.